are listening to Making Life Brighter on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel, where we provide you with the latest information in natural healing, consciousness training, and all cutting-edge healing modalities, featuring experts in their field, including authors, musicians, and artists. Making Life Brighter is your forum for healing, inspiring, and uplifting entertainment. Here is your host, Winifred Adams. You're listening to Making Life Brighter Radio, and I'm your host, Winifred Adams, and I am so happy to present yet another segment to this amazing series we're doing, and we are talking about grammar, we're talking about now time, we're talking about Commander-in-Chief Russell J. Gould, who actually has impacted our world more than we've ever known, but we're discovering in this series exactly what happened, what he did that affected our world, and how he did it. And today I have special guest with me, Sergeant Robert Horton of the U.S. Army, and he was part of the Special Operational Forces. He was a Psychological Operations Specialist, and he is here again today to speak with us, and I want to say welcome and thank you, Robert, for coming back to speak with us. Thank you again for having me, Mrs. Adams. I appreciate being here. <laughs> it's been an in-depth journey in speaking with you and Commander Gould, and I would like to just say for the record, um, Commander-in-Chief Russell J. Gould is considered the Commander-in-Chief of Planet Earth, correct? That is correct. Yeah, she's the Global Commander. The Global Commander for, and the Sovereign within the Quantum System, is that correct? Yes, the the former system was ran by the King of Great Britain. He was the federal postmaster general of the world. He he was the guy that was that enforced all of the contracts in the courts around the world. And the the courts are the neutral ports where all of those contracts are are defended. And the courts are the neutral ports around the world that enforce the grammatical construct and the uh, metric system, the system of weights and measures that the world uses today to conduct commerce with. And the the contracts that we utilize on a day to day basis to interact with one another in relation to that commerce and, and international business affairs. Um, with what Commander Gould has done by rebuilding the elemental chart in the periodic table, uh, which was just considered absolutely genius by the Department of Energy, uh, was take down the metric system. And likewise, with his system of his grammatical construct, his him and his partner, David Heifelwin, Colin Miller, broke the mathematical interface on math and grammar. And by doing so, um, now when you, you write a sentence in this, in this mathematical grammatical construct, you can create a fact forward and backward in both directions, which is exactly what the period, his periodic table and elemental chart did. Um, it was so genius in its construct, instead of uh, putting it together in squares, which anything in, in a box is considered off the page. They took it out of the boxes and they put it in triangles into triads and stacked it according to its atomic weight. And when they did, it created a tetrahedron, which was absolutely just phenomenal, this thing. Which is sacred geometry. Correct. And I mean, this all revolves around some of the greatest esoteric symbolism and secrets in the world, right? So, uh, stacking it according to its atomic weight like i said created a tetrahedron and when you unwind this thing it creates affinity loop it creates a figure eight and in its construct therefore also creates a mathematical fact forward and backward in both directions just like the grammatical construct does so as he legged this system in up at the united nations he he took down the old monarch system he defeated it in relation to uh um, communication. Does that include the metric system? Absolutely. He took down the metric system because he designed a new, he took down the old system of communication. So the planet can no longer communicate with one another in relation to their system of weights and measures because they can't substantiate a zero point or create a mathematical fact to base their sums and differences upon. It's all been disqualified. It's garbage in relation to what he's constructed because what he built is a fact and the quantum physicists have reviewed it they sat down with commander gold with the imf and the world bank the heads of the imf and the world bank sat down with commander gold with a half a dozen of the greatest quantum physicists in the world now you got to understand this we're talking monarchs and we're talking banking systems on planet earth and this guy did what he did they had to sit down with this guy and say 
holy cow. Let's take a look at this because if this is BS, we're not, this is, you know, we're going to hammer you to the wall on this. We are not going to adopt this. And the first thing they did was validate and verify that he was 100% correct. And the IMF, the heads of the IMF got up and left the table. They were so upset. They literally got up and left the room. What does that mean to them? They're, they've been disqualified. Their banking system is all banking fraud. And yet it continues today. How is that possible? Well, the people of the world don't know about this. This is the big secret. I mean, this was, this was you know, the greatest act of American revolution on, on the planet ever conducted by one man. And he, and he did it you know, since the American Revolution itself. And he did it without an army at his back. He just, the spirit worked through him and he was a vassal and he has corrected the entire system planetarily for all of us. So by taking this entire system down that was once enforced by the former federal postmaster general of the world, which was the the king of Great Britain or the monarch, the monarchy over there, Commander Gould went in and to the United Nations and when they said, well, you know, you got your own sovereign system set up here. We're going to declare you a sovereign because you've substantiated yourself as a sovereign. And, and trust me, there was a lot more to it than just you know creating an LML chart and periodic table and then your own system of grammar. There is a lot of esoteric knowledge that goes into being able to substantiate yourself in these roles. And we're not going to go into that stuff because it's highly classified and it's old school tech. But when he went into the United Nations and they said, what land do you choose? He said, I choose the land of the courts during the time of the contract. So that means anytime you walk into a courtroom on planet Earth, if you're using the old system, the old elemental chart and periodic table, and you're using the old system of grammar, it is nullified. His contracts rule the courts and they cannot be defeated. They're mathematically certifiable forward and backward in both directions. And as we all know, no one's ever went to war over a math problem. Three plus three equals six. But if you're talking in the old school grammatical system, there's they will lie to you and tell you T-H-R-E plus T-H-R-E-A-G-H means six. <laughs> right? They'll misspell it's just garbage, it's all trash, right? So Well it's also based on prefixes and suffixes and adverbs and verbs, correct? Well, the point is on the contract, there's no, there are no definitions to the words. So you do not, uh, you do not know what, what those words mean to the person that wrote them and how they're being brought forward to you and what you're signing on to. There are no definitions on the page. It's just a contract with words on it. And without the definitions attached to it, you have no idea what the contract even says. You're guessing. So how did he discover this? Because he couldn't argue a point or because he realized that there was a point to be more uh, exact? Which way did he approach this that spurred him on to actually do this? Well, this all started back in high school for Commander Gould. Um, And it's a great great story. And, you know... uh, I'm not going to tell it, but it, it, it's, very, it's a very wonderful story, a very funny story on how this all got started. And uh, he wanted basically to get out of the system. He was looking for a way out of the shipping war that he had been captured in with his birth certificate system, right? But he somehow discovered that was going on, and that was the case to begin with. He understood there was some kind of what I'll call and what you'll say is grammatical error that then begged the question of how to correct that. Well, it was <clears throat> understanding the system is really what it revolved around. So he put himself to the task and, and endeavored to figure out how this whole thing runs on planet Earth, where they derive their power from, how they get their authorizations to do the things they do, how it was set up. Who's in charge of it? Who constituted it? And how did they how did they get the author authorizations uh, to constitute it to create its standing? You know, to give it to give it the authorization it needed to conduct business in the manner it was being conducted. He went all the way back to the beginning of of uh, shipping on planet Earth. You know, back to the Phoenician days, and was buying um, these captains' logs, uh, these manifests that were, you know, fifteen hundred years old or more and paying up to $5,000 for each book. And these are one-of-a-kind books. These are manifests from ship's captains that there are no copies of. They're 
this guy's book. You know, you have this gentleman's book. And <clears throat> the nomenclature that was articulated in those manifests were, you know, the nomenclature that we are still using today currently in relation to all of this. And so he had gone back to the, the start of all this stuff and figured out, you know, the lingo, got a, got a good warm and fuzzy on the lingo there. And uh, he was able to then further proceed to, to tear this thing apart. How do you go up against everyone and you realize that that's something now you're going to take on and <laughs> dive headlong into and you're going to take on the world, basically. I'm going to reconstruct the world, technically speaking. Well, you know, he didn't do it alone. Like I said, uh, he did have a, a corporate partner at the time who was David Hyphen David Wincolin Miller. And they did have another gentleman that was partners with them in the original uh, foundation, the laying of the original foundation, and that gentleman uh, chose to step down. Uh, wonderful man, uh, a genius as well, uh, just equally as much so as as David and and uh, Russell. And the three of them got together and they worked this whole thing out. And once they figured it out, you know they they knew how to set up a government, where the authorizations were derived from where they got their standing from those authors, or how they got their standing from those authorizations and, and how that all needed to be erected and constituted. So, you know, this, was, uh, this wasn't just one man at this point uh, working to set this thing up, but he was definitely the keystone to, to setting the thing up and uh, setting this government up. But the, the, the key to unlocking it all was through the grammar ultimately and and they had every country uses its own uh they have their own treaties in place with each other and that is your your dictionary and your styles manual and your system of weights and measures and it's it's a bundled package all nations uh interchange and share them these are our treaties and this is how we're going to basically operate with each other in uh, in relation to conducting commerce and international trade with each other and your styles manual your US, our us styles manual along with the other styles manuals of the world will they outline grammatically what font to use in relation to say um, certain agencies on the planet certain agencies will use certain fonts that way when you send a communication or a communique from one agency to another they can identify whether that communique is uh, is from an, is an internal document or not very good. On that note, we're going to take a quick break. You're listening to Making Life Brighter Radio, and if this doesn't move you, you have some serious contemplation ahead of you. We'll be right back with much more. Stay tuned. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. When a woman is diagnosed with breast cancer, it's probably the most frightening thing that's ever happened to her. Friends and family often don't know what to do for support, not to mention the patient herself. That's where Breast Friends Cancer Support Radio comes in. Join Becky Olson, breast cancer survivor and advocate. She helps by providing inspiration, information, and most of all, hope. Tune in every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Welcome back to Making Life Brighter with Winifred Adams on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel, the preferred choice for conscious education and entertainment. For more information, please visit us at makinglifebrighter.com. If you have questions or comments, please email us at radio at makinglifebrighter.com. That's radio at makinglifebrighter.com. And now, back to the show with your host, Winifred Adams. We're back, and you're listening to Making Life Brighter Radio, and today we have Sergeant Robert Horton of the U.S. Army Special Operational Forces and Psychological Operations Specialist, and we have been speaking with him about Commander-in-Chief Russell J. Gould, and you were talking about how they were moving, um, leading up to um, how countries run treaties together, and then 
leading into maritime law and other things. Correct, yes, and reconstituted under his authorizations, under his authority. Um, as I was saying, you know, they use certain font types uh, to communicate between certain agencies so they know if it's an internal document or not coming from that agency. And uh, governments do the same thing at the government, at the level of government. So that is a bundle package, these, these, these treaties. And when you go back and you look at the dictionary, we have a dic our dictionary, of course, is attached to our styles manual, and our dictionary tells you how words come together to form words, right? How these prefixes and suffixes come together with a root word to form a word that we're utilizing in whatever manner we're utilizing it in. Well, the, the definition of the word is fraudulent in relation to the actual definition of the construct of the word when you take it apart and separate the prefixes and the suffixes from the root word. It's got a completely different meaning. So we're using grammar in fraud. In, in can, can you give an example? Well, everybody knows this one. We'll just make it simple. Uh, the word deposit means to separate yourself from your position. DE means to separate from and posit is your position. So when you go to the bank and you make a deposit, you are separating yourself from your values or your position in the world by giving them your gold or your values. And what they do is they turn around and give you a receipt back. Re means no. Seat means contract. So they're giving you a no contract back and you walk away with nothing in your hands but a piece of paper. And so technically they own your money. They have stolen your values. Wow. And and has anyone ever come up with that before? Does everyone internally know that's the case? Or has it just become so commonplace that that's what people have learned? Well, there was an operation conducted by a gentleman who went to the bank and placed in a large amount of gold into the bank. We won't, we won't identify who that person was or what bank was involved. It doesn't matter. But he placed a large amount of gold into a bank and went around the came back outside course with his receipt in hand and took a drive with his driver around the block in the car came back and went inside the bank and said I'd like all my gold back and they said what gold it was a travesty I mean they literally stole the man's value and said well you can have it back in federal reserve notes but you can't have the value back wow and how long ago was that well that was quite some time ago it was a few years back my goodness and so we are we are now a nation that's not technically backed by gold is that correct oh no we are backed by gold again we are back on the gold standard um that was done on december 21st uh 2017 i was there for that operation we went down to the federal reserve uh building in washington dc i was there with commander gold and uh, the operation was that since 1999 the the united states came out of its third and final international bankruptcy and with that they were going, the king was going to step in, pay the debt to the IMF and the World Bank off, and then capture the United States back over as part of Great Britain again. And they had the Ameros sitting there waiting in 2000, ready to in install this entire system. And what that means for the people out there is you, you would have been brought to a $15 an hour minimum wage. And I mean for everybody, the doctors, the lawyers, the nurses, 15 bucks across the board, they were going to socialize the country. In 1999, when this all came to an end and that, that was what they were about to do, the IRS had to be kicked out of the country because it was the collection agency for the debt. Well, if there was no more debt, there's no more IRS. And that also means that the Federal Reserve should have closed down and ended as well because they were no longer allowed to print money for the United States. They didn't have a charter to do so. So Commander Gould went down there in 2017, once again, um, in an effort to... to substantiate his position and his banking system here for the nation by going down there to set up a federal serve system because reserve means no so what they got up there is a federal no serve system well he set up a federal serve system in the building because everybody in the building is on a, has a birth certificate well the game they're playing is if everybody's got a birth certificate then you're considered to be presumed missing dead or lost at sea well, if your system's not shut down and you haven't transferred over to the quantum system, which brings you back in onto the land and into the land of the living, you still have a birth certificate, and therefore you're considered to be missing, dead, or presumed to be lost at sea. So if that's the case, there's no one in the building. So somebody's got to be at the helm. So he went in there and set up a federal serve system, and it's attached to the, the quantum banking construct, which is the federal serve system. And he put the, the, uh, the United States back on the gold standard, 
Uh, we went across the street the following day, filed that paperwork with the Pentagon, sent a, a communique up to the administration up there to Donald Trump to let them know that wanted to you know, utilize a new banking system. There's one in place. They can get rid of the Federal Reserve, kick it out of the country, and go right to this new entire new quantum global construct government, federal government system with its own banking system attached to it. And the military up there is, you know, this is a military operation. People don't understand what what uh, Donald Trump, President Donald Trump is doing up there. And this is a military operation that's being conducted by those gentlemen up there and the patriots that are up there conducting this operation. I will call them patriots because they are patriots um, are trying to clean out the very um, organization that Commander Gould has been trying to clean out since 1999. And Donald Trump has declared martial law, which means that the civil authorities, all civil authority has been suspended from his position, from his point of view, because we're at martial law. Well, when all, you declared martial law, that means that all civil authority has been suspended, the courts are closed, and the military's in charge. So he doesn't have to answer a subpoena from the civil authorities. It's all shut down. This is a military operation up there. And that's what the people need to realize. He's cleaning the country out, and there's nobody that can stop him. He's declared a state of emergency, and when the emergency's over, he'll then step down. Now, this isn't an opinion by you about him. This is a fact. That's a fact. That's just the way it works, yeah. Okay. Yes. <laughs> so, um, so, you know, and in relation to what Commander Gould has done, he is also operating in uh, the martial law as well because— he had to declare martial law when, uh, on them when they refused to recognize his authority on planet Earth. He said, well, okay, if that's the case, then, you know, this is war. I got I to gotta do what I've got to do. So he declared martial law. Too. Explain to the people what that means when a country goes into martial law. It means all civil authority has been suspended and the courts are closed. Okay, so technically, if people go in and, and hold court hearings right now, they're operating under a fraudulent system. Would that be correct? Well, I don't... Because that might put into jeopardy all the different things that are happening daily. But suffice to say, if an entire system needs to switch itself over into a new system and it's been declared as such and agreed upon around the world as such, then that system needs to transition. So there has to be a transitionary period, correct? That's correct. I mean, you know, we still need to maintain uh, some sort of um, um, civility here as things change over. So the the courts still need to be open in relation to the public. So you still have the courts still operating in relation to the public venue, but they have no authorization to approach the federal venue or anybody in the federal arena. So the the system for um, sociological structure is still in place at the civil level because you know uh we we still need to keep civil order here here in the country and in the towns you live in the police departments are still doing a wonderful job out there and they're trying to police the streets the best they can and from what i understand there's a big movement now to drive uh the children back into their faith-based groups rather than corral them up and throw them into the penitentiaries and the prisons where instead of getting proper spiritual guidance you learn to become a professional criminal because that's who you're trained by as other professional criminals so we're trying to they're trying to move the move those uh the younger individuals that they gather up you know back into their faith-based groups and and back into the, the family setting to uh to help us create the sociological structure that's required to keep us moving forward in the manner that we have for the last 300 years and so now once the the federal serve system has been announced. What did what did uh, President Trump say? What's happened since then? How did it go? Well, it's been going on, you know, for it's been substantiated. It really kicked off in 1999. This thing wasn't complete until 2012, and it was just very the way this thing played out was so brilliant. It, and and when he took over the courts and chose the courts as his land, and what land do you choose? Why well, choose the land of the courts? That was the most Machiavellian move ever conducted by any one person on planet Earth, ever. I mean, this was genius. Nobody can. He owns the courts. You can't take your contracts in there and your 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 uh, metric system in there and try and challenge his system. It just absolutely wipes it off the face of the planet. And everybody knows it. You know, the the thirteen families know it. The Rothschilds know it. The Vatican knows it. The Crown knows it. The Pentagon knows it. Everybody knows this at the upper levels. Um. <laughs> So 
I'm sorry. What, what was the question? I missed the question. I get so excited <laughs> over this whole thing. It's just absolutely. I, I, I don't know. I don't even remember now. I'm so <laughs> immersed into what you're saying. Oh, I was asking about the, the, the federal serve system and does Donald Trump know? And what have they done since then? What have they? What That's have they? Right. That's right. That's where we're at. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I, you know, I get so excited about this whole thing. I mean, it was just absolutely genius. Everybody's been saved. We're all set free. There's a new global commander. There's a new federal postmaster general of the world standing there with a brand new government system, a brand new banking system. And he's been trying to tell everybody, hey, look at what I've done. And they did not, the, the powers that be do not want to play with him. The we'll, we'll go into it just like this. And we're going to start touching on this here real quick. Well, let's, uh, let's break. Oh my gosh. We're, we have so much more. You have to stay tuned. This is like mind bending. This is life altering information right here. So stay tuned. You're listening to Making Life Brighter Radio and we'll be right back with more Sergeant Robert Horton right here. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. When a woman is diagnosed with breast cancer, it's probably the most frightening thing that's ever happened to her. Friends and family often don't know what to do for support, not to mention the patient herself. That's where Breast Friends Cancer Support Radio comes in. Join Becky Olson, breast cancer survivor and advocate. She helps by providing inspiration, information, and most of all, hope. Tune in every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. Welcome back to Making Life Brighter with Winifred Adams on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel, the preferred choice for conscious education and entertainment. For more information, please visit us at makinglifebrighter.com. If you have questions or comments, please email us at radio at makinglifebrighter.com. That's radio at makinglifebrighter.com. And now, back to the show with your host, Winifred Adams. We're back. You're listening to Making Life Brighter Radio, and I'm your host, Winifred Adams, and we have been deeply involved in our series here that we are conducting regarding Global Commander-in-Chief Russell-J. Colin Gould, and we are speaking today with Sergeant Robert Horton of the U.S. Army Special Operations Forces. He was a psychological operations specialist. We are going in-depth, and we are going back to our journey of what happened when Commander-in-Chief Russell-J. Colin Gould went to Washington, D.C. in 2017 and was in redoing the Federal Reserve System to the Federal Serve System. What's happened since then and what happened with President Trump? Well, ultimately, what what was conducted down there, the operation that was conducted was he levied a fine against the Board of Governors at the Federal No-Serve System, or Reserve, uh, for having that vessel uh, docked, you know, um, in Washington, D.C. It should have been closed down, torn down, and removed. Uh, you know, as far as the American people are concerned, it should have been kicked out a long time ago and audited as well. And, you know, our country has been screaming about that for some time. But the the operation that was conducted was that he levied a fine against them, and that fine was 17 million tons of gold. And that number was, was uh, substantiated by Commander Gould in relation to the values that were fraudulently created by the Federal Reserve System since I believe 1999, they've been printing money for the country for 17 years without uh, a constitution to do so. And the old constitution that was in place, and I want to make this clear to everybody, this is very important. The U.S. Constitution does not harbor your laws and your liberties or your freedoms in it. The Bill of Rights does. 
okay? And the Declaration of Independence was that Great Britain has always been an enemy to the United States. Now, I'm not trying to destroy international relations here by any means, but that is just the fact of the matter. So the, the U.S. Constitution was a system that was created by what they called back in the day, Patrick Henry and those guys referred to as the Federalists. These guys wanted a federal government in our country as a postmaster general, a federal postmaster general or a contract postmaster general who is the king of Great Britain. And we've discussed this before in war castles. Uh, the king of Great Britain was the reigning monarch and you know we had come from his country and so he was he set himself up as the postmaster general here which opened the colonies up to to international trade and commerce and he was going to oversee and assist us to make sure that the pirates out there wouldn't wouldn't uh you know rob the trade ships as they moved back and forth uh, around the world to conduct commerce however they were conducting their commerce but the constitution was an outline for how his government was going to work and how the banking system was going to work with, in relation to that government well, that ended in 1999, ladies and gentlemen, and the Bill of Rights was created by Patrick Henry and the rest of the colonials in, defi in defiance, really in defiance and in defense of the U.S. Constitution because they saw it as extremely overreaching. And they knew that that king, they knew the wiles of that king, and they knew that he would eventually try to insert his authority into the territories of the states or the states' territories and try to tell them how to live their lives, what they will and will not say, what they will and will not wear, what they will and will not study, where they will study at etc. It is very, very tyrannical. You're seeing it happen today because that bill is being attacked. Well, in 1999, well, let me go back. So, so they created the Bill of Rights and they attached it to the U.S. Constitution, which outlined what the king would never have authority over. And that was your freedom of speech, your freedom of the press, your Second Amendment gun rights, the right to bear arms shall not be infringed. That means they cannot regulate the magazine, the bullet, the weapon, the way you carry it, the way you paint it, the what 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 you want to buy. Okay, they cannot they cannot infringe upon that right. And there are eight other wonderful rights under there as well. There were twelve originally. They were uh, attached to the US Constitution. Uh, and that was really what ratified the Constitution after after they, uh, you know, unwillingly decided to accept that Bill of Rights. Uh, that was really the only way they were going to get this this system set up. So in 1999, that system came to an end. And in 1999, what happened? They attacked the Bill of Rights. Why? Because there's no U.S. Constitution, ladies and gentlemen. The King of Great Britain is no longer your sovereign. The sovereign that is supposed to be in place here is Commander in Chief Russell J. Gould. And he did everything that he did correctly. It's all been verified by the powers that be on this planet that have been in power for the last eon. And, uh, you know, the Vatican knows this. Uh, the 13 banking families know it. The Rothschilds definitely know it. The British Crown knows it. The Pentagon knows it. Everybody knows this at the upper echelons. And uh, Have you ever, has Russell ever met with those banking families and the Rothschilds? Absolutely. Yes, he has face to face and actually flew to Europe to do so. Um, it was, you know, it was a paparazzi adventure. Uh, they brought out the families. Everyone wanted to come and meet the guy that just punched a hole in the whole system. Him and Dave Wynn Miller actually went together. So this was the two of them were like celebrities there. I mean, these were the two guys and took it all down. I mean, these guys were they were like celebrities over there. And the families were really excited about it because uh, Dave Wynn Miller wanted to give this system to the one percent of the one percent. But we all know, you know, how tyrannical uh, that system has become over the, the, the years here and you know with a track record like that you can only you can only assume that that's exactly what's going to happen with this system if they adopt it you know this really this really sets the people free from the tyrannies of government because it puts a shackle it puts the shackles back on the government and that's really what the US Constitution was as well you know as Thomas Jefferson said we got to you have to put the shackles on the government so that it, it can't become a criminal apparatus and, and since the U.S. Constitution dissolved in 1999, I mean, we were in a lawless state. And that is exactly what the Bible says. There's a time of lawlessness that's, that's going to, you know, run rampant on the planet. And that's what we're looking at because there are no laws, rules, and regulations in relation to the old system. They've all been disqualified, right? So what did, what did the president elect now? What did, what did he say about all this in 2000, since 2017? Well, Donald Trump has been alerted. He's very well aware. We spoke with a, a former CIA agent and a, a former Marine who turned CIA. Uh, we spoke with him briefly, uh, and he said that they had discussed it at great length. They did understand what he had done, but they were not going to move forward with it. 
uh, at least at that juncture, the juncture they're at now. They're really cleaning the system out. And it's like, you know, we've said before, you can't bring forward a, a brand new seven course meal out onto a table that's got rotted food and, you know, bugs crawling in it and everything else that, you know, <laughs> these worms, you know, rotate through these rotten tomatoes that need to be cleaned off. That that meal and all that, all that uh, has to be cleaned off of the table before you can bring forward something else. So, uh, our, our hope and our prayer is that that is the that is the end objective here for the United States, and we want to make sure that that Donald does do that, and we need to make sure that the people of the United States understand uh, the the magnitude uh, of this entire this entire situation because it affects it's a global it affects everybody globally it's a global issue, and it's a global solution, and uh, it's not just you know some guy that did it. I mean this thing is biblical in size, scope, and magnitude. And that is why, uh, you know, you will hear Commander-in-Chief Gould referred to in, in certain circles as Slayer 7. So when, when they went over and spoke with those uh, families in Europe, did they know him as that term? And the, what happened when he and David uh, Wynn Miller went over there? What happened to that? Well, the, there was a banking meeting, basically, was what was going on there between the families. Um and at that particular juncture, they had not fulfilled the, the prophecy uh, completely. It, it ended, it was fulfilled in 2012. And it was fulfilled on December 21st, 2012, end of the Mayan calendar. And as everybody knows, the end of the Mayan calendar prophesied the end of time. Let me say that again. It prophesied the end of time not the end of the world, it was the end of time. According to the Gregorian calendar, or the Mayan calendar, or what? The Mayan calendar. Mm-hmm. The Mayan calendar stated it was the end of time. But the Gregorian calendar is based upon uh, a faulty system as well, correct? Oh, the Gregorian calendar was created by Pope Gregory, the Vatican. And how did Pope Gregory, you know, how did Pope Gregory get his power? That's what you need to go back and take a look at. When they met together, what happened? What happened? Well, it was a, it was a very interesting meeting. Uh, they had sat down with them to tell them they had did everything correct. Their banking system was true and correct, and uh, they were very impressed by commanders, commanders, uh, Commander Chief Gould's uh, knowledge, and uh, they were impressed that uh, Federal Postal Judge Dave Wynn Miller, you know, uh, had had dissected the courts and was very knowledgeable on how the whole thing worked, as well as uh, accompanying. Commander Gould around the world to make sure, you know, really that he was that this was all witnessed. So um, they they discussed money and they discussed um, their authority in relation to that money. So they didn't uh, they weren't too happy about about what was going on, but they understood that uh, Commander Chief did it correct, and they definitely essentially that would disqualify all of their systems, including the the World Bank and everything that they're a part of correct well you have to understand um that is the banking system of the monarchs and and um it's it's interesting how it was all set up the dynamic there i'm not going to go too far into that because that's a study in itself but uh the banks were pretty much telling commander chief gold hey uh stay the hell away from our money don't touch the money so was that considered a threat to him and how then does he conduct himself in his system with the federal serve system now? Well, you can take that however you want. I'm not going to go into to what they meant by it because I wasn't there. But I can tell you that uh, you know they were they were pretty much told, "Hey, stay the hell away from our money." So, how does uh, Commander in Chief Russell Hyphen J. Colin Gould conduct his operations with the federal serve system? Well, in relation to commerce, you know, I mean. Everybody's allowed dual citizenship, and we all are. This is a you know, um, the nations around the world are all cooperating globally in relation to uh, commerce. So anytime you go to China or, or Japan or anything like that, you trade your Federal Reserve notes in for the yuan or, or the yen or or uh, pesos or anything else you know that you would that you would need to to uh, conduct commerce over there, buy things you know, you know, rent a room, <laughs> pay for your meal, that kind of stuff. So. Each, all the sovereigns are, are bound to their system. So the King of Great Britain lives and dies by his system. He has to he has to continue to use it, and so do the family members. They can't go to another sovereign and say, oh, hey, we want to use your system. Well, that would be surrendering their own system. We'll be right back. There's much more. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with more on Making Life Brighter. 
Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. When a woman is diagnosed with breast cancer, it's probably the most frightening thing that's ever happened to her. Friends and family often don't know what to do for support, not to mention the patient herself. That's where Breast Friends Cancer Support Radio comes in. Join Becky Olson, breast cancer survivor and advocate. She helps by providing inspiration, information, and most of all, hope. Tune in every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. Welcome back to Making Life Brighter with Winifred Adams on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel, the preferred choice for conscious education and entertainment. For more information, please visit us at makinglifebrighter.com. If you have questions or comments, please email us at radio at makinglifebrighter.com. That's radio at makinglifebrighter.com. And now, back to the show with your host, Winifred Adams. We're back. You're listening to Making Life Brighter, and we have been speaking today with Sergeant Robert Horton, U.S. Army Special Operations Forces, and he's a psychological operations specialist, and he is discussing with us the the tactical maneuvers, technically, of Global Commander-in-Chief Russell Hyphen J. Colin Gould and all the things that he has done already, not will do, but has done, and it's been logged in Congress. It's been uh, recognized by the U.N. and by other sovereigns and countries around the world as true. And so we've been talking about a variety of different operations that have taken place, but I'd like to bring it back around to what this really is. What is quantum grammar mechanics and what is now time? Well, as you were saying, this is the greatest story ever chronicled uh, by the National Security Council or, or ever recorded in the annals of history in the last epoch what this gentleman has done. No one has ever done it before. It's absolutely astounding, uh, if not uh, prophetic. You consider him the seventh angel. We caught on to this because that is what he was referred to as, and we, we picked up on it. And so what's the difference between Slayer 7 and the seventh angel? Yeah, the whole Slayer 7 thing led us to the seventh angel, basically what they were alluding to. And they had discussed, uh, we had heard in certain circles from a couple different um, sources or individuals, and, you know, in passing conversations and, and discussing all this, the, the uh, maritime footing and the, and the terra firma footing in relation to the Slayer 7 comment. And, uh, you know, that's when the... That's when the uh, the bells and whistles went off, and you know the light bulbs appeared over everybody's head, and and we all took off back to the scriptures, and and sure enough, you know that's exactly who this gentleman is. He's the seventh angel. He is the seventh angel. And tell us the prophecy of the seventh angel. Well, it says, I you know, and then I saw another mighty angel come down, and he put one foot in the sea and one foot on the land. That is the the uh, Admiralty and Maritime Jurisdiction of the Sea, or the or the maritime footing and he put his other foot down on the land which is the terra firma footing or the civil jurisdiction law of the land and he has bridged the gap and that is exactly what this gentleman has done he fulfilled prophecy it was uh it was very interesting when we went back and spoke with uh with trinity broadcasting you know we brought this information uh to their attention and <laughs> their response was pretty funny comical you might say uh we we asked him did you really think you were going to see megatron come down out of the sky with a rainbow coming out of his head wrapped in a cloud and one foot and you know hit the waters that would create a tsunami that would wipe california or wherever it landed off the map and the other foot come down in the middle states and kill a bajillion people i mean we really had to put them on the spot and they just stared blankly with their mouths open and we're like you're right you know for it's a little delusional to think something like that. And so this all does revolve around Admiralty Maritime Law of Sea and the Civil Jurisdiction Law of the Land in relation to the prophecy that was fulfilled by this gentleman. Um, and it, and it's, it's uh, like I said, absolutely uh, biblical in size and scope. There's a prophecy. 
laid out in the Bible around this. And then there is the exact mathematical construct which backs this up. So that's what makes this very interesting as uh, the, the greatest story ever told, technically, because he has answered a prophecy through his actions, which are exact forward and back in now time based on his syntax grammar and finding syntax grammar fraud in contractual agreements and all of what was going on in the government, correct? Yes, and everything that is he has fulfilled is reflected uh, by what he's done in the prophecies. Um, the rainbow has always been the covenant between God and man. Well, the seventh angel has a rainbow coming out of his head, which is the new covenant between from man to man for God, right? To to create a better world where we're all acting spiritually uh, for the best toward one another. And the cloud that he's cloaked in is the government system. He can't be touched. I mean, this guy, is, he's just untouchable. And the two, as he put his one foot down in the sea and one foot down on the land, that is exactly how it was con- con- uh, conducted. He put his first foot down in Washington, D.C., which is the Admiralty and Maritime Jurisdiction. And then he put his foot down in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, which was the civil jurisdiction law of the land. And he bridged the gap, fulfilling the prophecy by mailing you out of the land of the dead. We were considered once to be presumed or presumed to be missing, dead, or lost at sea with your birth certificate back out to the Washington, D.C. post office and back in through the Philadelphia post office, civil jurisdiction law of the land, where the blood testifies to the life. And he brings you back into the land of the living. I mean, this thing is massive. And of course, that was fulfilled in, on December 21st, 2012, to the day. And that was the fulfillment of the Mayan calendar prophecy, the end of time. So at that particular juncture, time in the contracts, the verbiage was no more. And what does the Title IV flag mean in this process? When your country uh, borrows money from the IMF and the World Bank and you can't pay it back, you go into bankruptcy. And what they do is they put a yellow fringe around your flag stating that you're in a state of bankruptcy. What that means, it's like it's like throwing out a mooring line from one ship to another, right? So they've, they've thrown a mooring line out. We'll just say, I want you to imagine that your country is the flag, okay? So they, they throw a, a yellow rope around the entirety of the United States, right? Just imagine in your mind that yellow rope around the, the map of the United States and then another country or, or corporation towing up to it, pulling up on that line, like, like you know, we, we always call it the, uh, the Wonder Woman magic lasso. And they pull up to you, and then they board your vessel and rape and plunder your cargo, right? And that is your people. They tax the shit out of you to harvest what they need to pay back the debt. But the plan is, with the fluctuation of gold and silver, you are never going to be out of debt. And you've got three chances to pay this debt off. And if you don't, the monarch has to step in, pay the debt off for you, and then he captures your country back as part of Great Britain again. And you get a British flag raised in your country. You get a consulate here, just like they have in New Zealand and everywhere else around the world where there's a British flag standing, or Australia, or wherever you might see a British flag. So... By taking over tactical command and control of the courts and disqualifying everything as grammar fraud and banking fraud, he's removed the yellow fringe from the flag because it is no longer in a state of bankruptcy. Not to mention the copyright and the patent were in uh, in error and found to be grammar fraud as well. So he re- he rewrote the the copyright and patent for the Title IV flag, ran up to the Pentagon and said, you guys got a copyright and patent on this? And they said, well, no one's ever asked us that before. And I'm not even sure if they did have a copyright and patent on that flag. I mean, I really don't know. <laughs> so uh, it, it didn't matter. Nonetheless, it didn't matter because if, if, it, if they had found one, and they didn't even present it to him, by the way, it wouldn't have mattered because it would have been considered grammatical fraud. So he, he rewrote the copyright and the patent for the Title IV flag and told the, the Pentagon, well, the country's about to be surrendered. And as... As an American, I have the right to defend my flag and my country against all enemies, foreign and domestic. So he had the full authorization at that point to step in to defend the flag and the country, and he did his duty as a patriot to the country. And he takes off to the United Nations and legs into the United Nations with this flag and this copyright and patent saying, I'm the, I'm the last American standing. They're about to freaking take the country over, and I'm not going to let them. I have an elemental chart periodic table here, and I'm opening this thing back up for business under my authority. Right? And in the process... And, and from there, you know, it did what it did. And so how did the president find out that this had just happened? Well, you, this was all covered up by the Bushes. You know, they did not want to let this happen. And, you know, the powers that be were like, you know, they were all taken down by this. It took down all the powers globally. It disqualified everything from the bloodlines to the kingships and, and everything. Their, their shipping ability, their, their ability to conduct 
commerce around the world, their, their system of weights and measures, they couldn't even create a mathematical zero point to base their sums and differences upon. I mean, it took down their ability to communicate with one another. It destroyed their ability to contract with each other. All their contracts were just, just disqualified and destroyed as grammar and banking fraud. The whole thing needs to be reconstituted. This is your saving grace, America. This is your. This is the answer to your prayers. You've been screaming for this. How are they getting away with all this tyranny? How are they able to pass these laws? They're not. It's still being covered up. It is still being covered up. What he has done, what he did, how he did it. This is the greatest story ever told in the history of this planet in the last epoch and ever recorded by the National Security Council, who's watching all of this very closely. And so how does he roam around personally today? He's a very humble individual, and he has to create his own wealth. He has to live and die by his own system. He can't get a job and make Federal Reserve notes. He has to create um, uh, values uh, by, by mining ores. So he, he literally has to. So it sits on his platform and his system because... A sovereign cannot use another sovereign system. Do I have that? Correct, but he can. He can still conduct international commerce and trade, and he does have 82 nations of treaty that have signed on with him globally, and um, he can exchange, you know, uh, the, the foreign currency exchange can still take place between all of them. Well, thank you so much for coming. I'd like to know what makes your life brighter. Knowing that this system exists and knowing that the children of the world have a brighter future ahead of them. There you have it. Go check out the archives at makinglifebrighter.com, all the outtakes, and go check out War Castles. You're listening to Making Life Brighter Radio, and this series is going to continue. Don't lose sight of this. This is going to change your life. We'll be back. Thank you for listening to Making Life Brighter on the Health and Wellness Channel. Be sure to join us every Thursday at 10 a.m., For information, inspiration, and education with leading experts in healing and consciousness. For more information and a complete show schedule, please visit us at makinglifebrighter.com. Making Life Brighter, successfully helping you feel better from the inside out. Go Jolly! This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.